0: Daniel Sprung becomes the fourth player in Seattle Kraken history to score in his debut. And maybe Daniel has brought a little bit of spunk to this Seattle Kraken team. Although we did get the win against Arizona, folks, there were definitely some things that were as John Forslund likes to say, Seattle Kraken hockey, baby. We're going to break it down. We're going to break down the win, some of the acquisitions uh, that we didn't talk about on the live show that I did the other day, and of course, get you ready for Maddie Veneer's season as Michigan, and uh, the NCAA continue on into the postseason in the NCAA tournament on their way to the Frozen Four, and guess who's going to be at the Frozen Four this year? That's right. Your one and only host of Locked On Kraken. We're going to talk about it all coming up on this episode. You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Kraken, Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? The Seattle Kraken got a pretty good win against Arizona. Well, I don't know if it was a good win, but it was a win for sure. Or maybe I shouldn't say it was a pretty win, but it was a win nonetheless. Philip Grubauer in net for the Seattle Kraken. You had Carson Soucy with a brace, got two of the four Seattle Kraken goals. We're going to break it all down, but first... Let's send you over to Sprong. Uh, talked about Daniel Sprong on the live show that was on Monday for the trade deadline. Here's what he had to say after the Seattle Kraken win. A contribution with your new team.
1: Yeah, I just felt good to, to be out there. You know, not much thinking uh, after yesterday's uh, crazy day, but uh, no, it was good uh, to get to play today and uh, we got to win.
0: How important is it for you to, with
2: a new team to, to get on the board like that early?
1: yeah for sure you know it's uh, I was a little snake bit in, in in wash uh, I know I can shoot the puck and uh, I got an opportunity and uh making the most of it when did you get into town when did you join the team uh last night. last night when you talk about being snake bit when you were with Washington is there anything that you changed or worked on specifically to to kind of to make that puck luck happen no I just think uh, you know it's uh the guys in there gave me a good confidence. Coaching staff, you know, it's a new team, a fresh start, and uh, you want to make a good first impression. But, uh, you know, all linemates are good. Uh, power play was clicking tonight, and uh, just happy to get a win on the first game.
0: So there you go. That was Daniel Sprung after the 4 2 win over the Arizona Coyotes in Arizona. Uh, you mentioned him getting shots, or, or he mentioned getting shots on net. This is something that he talked about when he had media availability on Monday. If you look at the shots on goal, uh, let me pull this up for you. If you look at the shots on goal stat, you see that sprung here. um, Let me move my name out of the way. Sprung has the most had the most shots on net for the Seattle Kraken with five. Uh, So no one, no one individual player had more shots on net than Daniel Sprong, which is what he was brought here to do. He talked also about the power play clicking. Let's look at the stats here. So, I mean, one for three on the power play. So not, you know, overwhelmingly great. This is, of course, I'm showing NHL.com here. Not overwhelmingly great, but I mean, a power play goal for this Seattle Kraken team definitely feels like a victory. Uh, you see that the the shots on goal overall favored the Seattle Kraken. They outshot the Arizona Coyotes. They also won the face-off battle, which I like. Um, you see that the blocks were about even, um, but I do think that I I talked about in the open that this wasn't a clean game. This wasn't a pretty game for the Seattle Kraken. That goal, um, you know, if we look at the the scoring and how it went down, uh, I believe it was that second goal by Ritchie, uh, the Arizona's second goal by Richie, Just a really bad turnover. I. I think I mentioned in passing on the live show, like joking around about one of the tweets about Hayden Flurry, but it was a bad giveaway. It was a bad giveaway by Hayden Flurry. And there were some things defensively. I continue to talk about the Seattle Kraken defensively because we continue to well not be great defensively. And that was an example um just you know coming off the dome here but let's let's look at what philip grubauer was able to do or you know what he had to face you see that philip grubauer at even strength Made 20 of 21 saves, four of five on the power play. So he made 24 saves on 26 shots. Not too bad. But again, some giveaways that just can't happen in front of Philip Grubauer. That's been the name of the game for the Seattle Kraken throughout the season. So yes, I know that we've got 19 some odd games left. I know that there are a lot of elements and pieces. I like my jaw dropped and I did like a double take. When I saw Mark Giordano in his uniform in Toronto, obviously, you know, I know that he's with Toronto. We talked about it on the show, but it's another thing to kind of see it as you're scrolling casually up and down your timeline. So that kind of threw me for a loop there. Same thing with Callie Yarncroke and seeing those guys, um, you know, so I'll do my Hunger Games again. (laughs) We did this on the show, but thank you, Colin. Thank you, Gio. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, JoJo. And thank you, Mason Appleton. I don't have Callie on here. This is just some of the names that we saw as the trade deadline was winding down. So I wanted to (laughs) do my Hunger Games thing once again. told you Katniss Everdeen has a special place in my heart. We have the same birthday. Anyway. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, uh, I want you to get to know these guys a little bit better. I want you to hear from Dave Haxtell about the Arizona game. So we're going to hear from Dave about Arizona. We're going to hear from one of the players that I, uh, I mentioned this. I mentioned it on the live show, and I didn't do a show yesterday. I wasn't feeling great. I'm telling you guys, my vibe, my mood sometimes is not where I want it to be energetically. So I I do want to get back though to daily shows This is a little bit of an aside. So forgive me sometimes if the energy is not quite there, but we'll get it together. But anyway, I mentioned on that show, we didn't have time to talk about Derek Pouliot, So we're going to hear from him in the next segment about coming over. What a wild and crazy time he had. Also, you see that he's coming over from Vegas and my goodness, they had a, a problem uh, trying to sign some folks uh, like what a mess. What an absolute mess. Anyway, we're, we're here from Puliat about coming over to the Seattle Kraken. We'll hear from Dave Haxtell about the win. And then in the final segment, I want to set you up to get ready for Maddie Beniers and the men's Frozen Four tournament. That is what's coming up on Locked on Kraken Right now, though, let me tell you about HelloFresh. Now, HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients right to your door, including farm-fresh produce that arrives within a week. So you get convenience without skimping on quality. And this is something that I'm actually going to start soon. Uh, I've been looking into kind of what I wanted to do here, but I'm on the road a lot and I don't have a vehicle here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's not always easy for me to access, especially fresh produce. So I love that this is an opportunity that it comes right to your door. You can skip the trip to the grocery store. I don't mind going grocery shopping. It's just a little inconvenient for me right now. And you can save waiting on long lines, if that's your gripe. Um, but you don't have to skimp on the quality and you don't waste money on excess food. I'm really into that. Being on the road as much as I am, I really don't want to waste food. Uh, I'm about to bake off some sweet potatoes make some sweet potato wedges tonight just to make sure I don't waste my produce. Because having fresh food is extremely important, but if you don't get through it, then you're wasting your money. And HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality. So not only do I love to cook when I have the chance, but I'm also saving money and that's important to me. So you can save on average about $65 per month when you order HelloFresh instead of going grocery shopping. And that's money right back in your pocket. HelloFresh offers a 50 menu and market items to choose from every week. That includes veggie, fit and wholesome, family friendly, and even gourmet options. That gives you plenty of variety. So go to hell, excuse me. So go to hellofresh.com backslash locked on 16 and use code locked on 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, go to HelloFresh.com backslash LOCKEDON16 and use code LOCKEDON16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. This is America's number one meal kit, and you're not going to want to miss out on it. So again, head to HelloFresh.com and use HelloFresh.com backslash LOCKED16 and use code LOCKED16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. I'll keep you posted on my HelloFresh journey. Welcome back to Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. This is your only daily-ish Seattle Kraken podcast. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to get into the swing of things. My schedule is wild and crazy, but it's all good things. I have some other things I want to update you on. That's to come, um, including the men's Frozen Four. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. But for right now, let's take you over to Dave Haxtell talking after the win against Arizona. Seuss talked about wanting to pick up where maybe Geo left off on the power play. How did you see him in that unit?
2: Yeah, Seuss has done a nice job uh, each time that he's, he's had the opportunity. You know, when, uh, when we've had injuries uh, in the past, he's, you know, he's spent a little bit of time there. And he's, you know, he just doesn't, he doesn't try to do too much. So he's, he's a real solid presence there, um, you know. And again tonight, he, uh, you know, he did a nice job up top there. Is, you know, a lot of responsibility comes with that. Um, and you know, he, he's, he's got a good calming effect up there.
1: You got to look at Sprung on the power play. What, what did you think of his shot, and what, what does that bring to you guys? On, well, it's, on that yeah, audience?
2: I mean, you can see it's, a, it's a weapon. You know, in the, in the first period, he had. Uh, and had one that he put off the pad. There was a live rebound there. We just couldn't get to it, and, and his, you know, his second one and the first he just missed. Um, and then, you know, we we hadn't got a lot, of, you know, a whole lot going on the power play in the second. So it was a nice way, you know, for him to kind of take some of the pressure off uh, off the power play uh, by, you know, coming down that uh, that wing and and you know, finding the far side of the net. You know, or uh, I came into the season wanting to compete for a playoff spot. That's what we talked about. Obviously, we're not there. Um, but uh, we, we've had a ton of positives in terms of um, the the work ethic of the group, um, the the foundation uh, of of playing hard together, um, and that's you know that's our test and that's our challenge now over the final remaining 18 games, with a much different roster than what it looked like uh, two or three days ago, uh, to to be able to re you know recoup and rebuild that chemistry uh, and play hard every night, and that's you know there's a there's a you know heck of a lot more to it than that but that's that's a starting point do you think that because of the expectations of what las vegas did you were held to a standard that was higher or you guys you guys bring it up all the time i right. haven't given it a second thought truly where our pathway is very distinct and it's different um so i could care less about those comparisons do
1: you have an update on Flori at all
2: i, I don't we'll, we'll, we'll wait till tomorrow and have something hopefully at that point in time we're going to practice tomorrow in LA
1: so
0: so a few things that we heard from Dave Haxtell um (laughs) you know he talked a little bit about the team and uh the the Vegas Golden Knights comparisons he's not really here for it Ron Francis talks a lot more about it but Dave doesn't want to deal with it which is fine he also talked about Hayden Fleury and how you know he got a little bit injured no update there as of yet so we'll see i know i mentioned him in the in the first segment cuz you know he got a little bit turned around there Um, So we'll have to see what happens there. Dave also talking a little bit about the new pieces and the new elements. Um, So, you know, more or less what we expected. He said he wants to take the positives. The team will be traveling to Los Angeles. They have two games against the Kings this coming weekend. So we'll talk a little bit about that in uh, tomorrow and Friday's show. But uh, I do want to spend some time doing a deeper dive into college hockey. So we'll do some of that coming up. Um, but all right, I want to take you to Pouliot. We got to hear a little bit from him the other day and uh news member to the deep to Seattle Kraken. So let's hear from Daniel Puliat, which will lead to this wild and crazy situation with the Vegas golden Knights.
1: Yeah. It, like you said, it's been uh it's been a crazy week. Um, I was uh, I was sitting in San Diego uh, with, with Henderson, uh, Vegas's American League team there, and uh, getting ready to go to practice, um, and the coach pulled me aside and, and, you know, told me there was a chance that I could sign an NHL deal with uh, Vegas, and, you know, that I should stay back in practice, and, um, you know, about a half hour later or so, you know, we had things figured out, and, and uh, I signed that deal, got on a plane, and... Uh, played that same night, so um, you know that was, uh, you know that was obviously great, and you know I played two games there back to back uh, with them, and, and played pretty well. And then uh, you know they put me on waivers the other day to uh, to make me eligible for the AHL playoffs, obviously. And uh, you know I got uh, I got claimed um, here by by Seattle, and, and now I'm in uh, in Arizona. So it's uh, it's been a, a wild a wild week. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been a couple of years. My last NHL game was uh, with St. Louis, you know, before uh, the previous two here. Uh, so, um, you know, it's been a while, and, and you know, coming into the season, I wasn't sure, you know, if or when, you know, I'd ever make it back to the league. Um, so um, it kind of gives you new hope and, and shows you that, uh, you know, the work and stuff that you put in, the time that you that put in, um, you know, wasn't for nothing, and, um, you know, here we are. Hey, Derek, thanks for doing this work. What keeps you going to, uh, to, to come back, say, this season and try to get your shots? Yeah, well, I think just, you know, it was a goal of mine, you know, competitive nature of, of hockey players and, and of myself. Um, you know, I wasn't satisfied with where I was at. Obviously, I think I can play in this league and, and make an impact on, uh, you know, for this team. So, um, you know, that was a goal of mine to, to sign an NHL contract, you know, hopefully at some point this season, which happened, and then you know, now obviously that goal has shifted to, uh, you know, earning, earning another one. So, um, you know, it's just, just the competitive nature, um, you know, and, you know, as you go through your career, um, I mean, I have a family now, so obviously, you know, I'd like to to do it for them to, uh, you know, make them proud and, and, you know, provide for them. So that's, that's part of it as well, for
0: sure. So, again, that's Pouliot, um, someone that, you know, is back and forth, two-way player, so to speak, with the AHL and the NHL. But talked about some of that jockeying that happens because at this time of year, the AHL and the ECHL are trying to react to the NHL deadline, but then also their own deadlines, figuring out who's eligible for playoffs. If a person is called up at a certain time, that impacts their um, ability to be eligible for the playoffs. So that if they don't stay in and then they come back, it's like a whole big thing. But this kind of, um, just in that Puglia came over from the, uh, he came over from the Vegas Golden Knights. Today, the NHL announced that they were, um, so it's the Yevgeny Dadanov trade. And here we go. Uh, don't mind my email. You kind of have to comply with the rules. We saw the Seattle Kraken had a little slap on the wrist for not doing something right with, uh, was it, Drieger or Grubauer? I don't remember. One of our goalies. So long ago. That seems like so, so long ago. Seems like so, so long ago. Either way. Um, So here's what I was talking about. I want to show you this. This is actually coming from Raw Charge, um, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, SB Nation site. But um, they're talking about like, what the heck is going on here? And so uh, they're getting this information as I did from Cap Friendly. And so Cap Friendly breaks it down. For us, the fantastic cap friendly. And uh, here's what they said via a tweet that, again, is uh, I just pulled it up on raw charge uh, to clarify. OK, in regards to the Vegas situation, if the trade isn't approved, Dadenov's cap remains with the Vikings. If the if their LTI players become healthy, then they must activate them if they shed cap through a trade the traded player isn't eligible to play in any NHL games for the remainder of the season. So this means now with this trade not going through, they have to make some decisions. And so then they clarify to clarify – Players traded after the deadline are ineligible for both regular season and postseason games. A common misconception is players traded after the deadline are ineligible for only the playoffs. This applies to UFAs who sign after the deadline. So um, the no trade clause by the by Yevgeny um, It it just like. It's one of those things, you don't check the box. So um, this has become a situation where um, Dadanoff will have to go back to the team that he was traded from, so he's going back to Vegas. And this is going to create cap space trouble for Vegas. Um, And so, you know, that's going to be... A bit of an issue so we'll keep up to date with what's happening there but like kind of a mess but we'll see what happens all right that doesn't really impact us that doesn't really impact us i just thought it was something interesting happening around the league but what we will be talking about coming up next of course is our boy the golden boy and that is Maddie Beneers and Michigan. I want to talk about this briefly. Tomorrow, I want to get more into college hockey. I want to talk about the women's Frozen Four. I want to talk about um, the men's Frozen Four coming up and what to expect. Right now, I want to talk to you about Bill Bar. Now, some of you might have given up on your New Year's New Year's resolutions. I didn't even have time to make New Year's resolutions, but if I had, it would be all about getting focused, getting healthy. I've been telling you, I've been like, ah, struggling a little bit to get into a routine with a lot of the travel that I have. And one good way to do that is to make sure you get all of the nutrients that you need. Protein, especially being one of them. And so that's where Built Bar comes in. It is a protein bar that Tastes more like a candy bar and has some amazing flavors, including ones with marshmallow puffy goodness happening. Have you tried the puffs? I'm a big fan of the puffs. The churro flavor, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. Oh, come on, let's go. And just like everything else at Built Bar, they're 100% covered in chocolate. So we're talking most built bars have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. That's more than what you need. That puts you right on target with what you need, um, especially in the morning. But if you compare that to a candy bar, a candy bar has about 240 ca- calories, not characters, but calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So instead of doing that why don't you try mint brownie or coconut almond or the new flavor for the month white chocolate cookies and cream all delicious even more deliciouser than you remember so go to built.com use promo code locked15 for 15% off your next order remember that's promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com happy snack Uh, The frozen four itself, so the last final teams in the NCAA tournament. That is going to happen in Boston, Massachusetts, and I will be representing Locked On Kraken and the Greater Locked On Network because I am hoping that Maddie benears is gonna make his way there. But let's take a look at the bracket first and foremost. Let's take a look at what it's going to take for Maddie Beniers and the Wolverines to make their way to Maddie's home state of Massachusetts. All right, let's take a look at the bracket here. I've got it pulled up for you. We've got Michigan as a number one seed. They're going to get American International In just a few days here, Quinnipiac and St. Cloud are the two and three in this side on this side of the bracket. Uh, Then you've got Denver and UMass Lowell and Minnesota Duluth and Michigan Tech. And let's head over to the other side of the bracket. We've got Minnesota State and Harvard. Now, Maddie Beniers was supposed to go to Harvard. I know we talked about that before. Anyway, we'll see how Harvard does. And then North Dakota and Notre Dame. All right. And then finally, at the top over here, we have Western Michigan and Northeastern and Minnesota and Massachusetts. So today is Wednesday, the 23rd. Michigan and American International will go um, head-to-head Tuesday, or excuse me, Friday afternoon, 2 p.m. Central Time, and then the winner will play the winner of Quinipiac, St. Cloud. That will be on Sunday, the 27th, and then the semifinals will take place again in Boston starting April 4th. I wanted to give you a lay of the land, give you an overview here, um, just so you're getting ready. Um, just so you're getting ready and, uh, you know what to expect. Um, when you look at, um, so, what are the predictions? What are people predicting when it comes to the different regions? So, I didn't name the regions, but Michigan is in the Allentown, PA region. They are the number one seed in that region. And the prediction from NCAA.com is that Michigan's offensive attack will be too much for American International to handle and the Wolverines will advance. So, who will they play? The prediction over at NCAA.com is that the Bobcats, that's the Quinnipiac Bobcats, will shut down St. Cloud State's veteran core of forwards to move to the regional final, which means it's Michigan versus Quinnipiac. And what is the prediction? The prediction is that Quinnipiac will shut down Michigan. It won't be easy, but the Bobcats are confident and will successfully keep it a low-scoring game. It's my first hockey hot take of these predictions, but I have Quinnipiac advancing to the Frozen Four. That is written by, just so you know who to send your – your hate mail, too. Please don't actually do that. This is a total joke. Do not send hate mail to writers that you disagree with, please. That's Evan Marinikovsky uh, over at NCAA.com. Does not have me watching Maddie Beniers and the Michigan Wolverines in the Frozen Four. Is that what's going to happen? Will you best believe I'll be tuning in? I'll break down the rest of the bracket. On tomorrow's show, it's going to be a college hockey special. We're going to get into it. I'm going to let you know. I've covered a Frozen Four. It was actually at Quinnipiac on the women's side. But I do want to get into the women's Frozen Four. The championship game was amazing. Hillary Knight as an analyst, amazing. So many great things. We're going to get into that tomorrow. But as always, thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Kraken. We're going to talk about our prospect, Maddie Veneers, tomorrow again and college hockey tomorrow. And then come Friday, we'll get you ready for a Seattle Kraken game day as we get ready for a two-game series against the LA Kings. The LA Kings have a special place in my heart, and that's solely because of Blake Bolden. So, uh... They got bragging rights on us. I'd love to even the score and chirp Blake a little bit, uh, but we'll see what happens. Until tomorrow, thank you as always. Hold fast, stay true, let's go Kraken.